I want to welcome you to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. Yes, this is your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Hope everyone is doing well. Can't believe we are getting close to the end of the year 2021. Not sure where this year has gone seems like it has flown by. I don't know when you're listening to this, but while I record it, it's November 1st, 2021. And today in this episode, we're going to talk about believe to see. Let me say that again, believe to see. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Psalm 27, verse 13, has been a verse that David, the psalmist, makes a statement that I want to be guilty of living this way. He says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, we live in a society today that basically says, I'll believe it if I see it. Let me see it first, and then I'll believe it. i got to have proof that it exists, but not, not with David. David had a different perspective. He believed to see. There is a mindset shift here that I think is important. Sometimes we have to have something in place before we believe things will work out. But in God's economy, in the kingdom of God, faith is the beginning. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's believing in something in order to see something. Early back in my podcast journey, I believe it was back in episode Oh, 28 or so, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but I was talking about no limits, talking about overcoming limits in our life, and I, I kind of gave, gave four different uh, places that limits come from or beliefs that limit us come from. I talked about the past. Those are your mistakes, the unfair treatment, things that you have gone through, things that you have experienced that may have tried to set you back. And so those beliefs, those limiting things come from, number one, your past, but they also come from the present. And I talked about you know, today's media and headlines and current events. If there's ever a time, I mean, I recorded this back, I don't know, probably that episode is back in 2020 sometime. So uh, it, it's even gotten even worse than it was then. I mean, we are facing things, the media, the the headlines, the current events, our world is seemingly reeling and out of control. So if we're not careful, we can let not only our past, but our present, those things that we're seeing on a daily basis, limit us. Then we also have the pretend. This is the social media. You know, some people don't realize this, but I'm going to give you a little heads up here. Not everything you see on social media is really the truth. Those are the highlights. Those are the highlights. So just don't let 
the past. Don't let the present. Don't let let the pretend limit you. And then finally, it was from people, our connections. And I made this statement: Your connections determine your conditions. Now, I want to kind of look at this maybe from a unique perspective today because I believe anything that limits us, anything that we uh, allow to keep us from stepping forward brings about distortions into our world. They produce, they, they produce distortions. And when I have dealt with people who have limiting beliefs, I've discovered at least three areas of distortions that come into a person's life. Number one, we have distortions about the world. We think, well, because of what I've been through, my limiting beliefs that are keeping me back, then I can't get ahead in this world. I'm going to constantly be in the same place I am because of uh, that person or this situation or whatever. We have a we have a distortion about the world. We think the world's against us. We think we can't get ahead because of whatever. You can fill in the blank, and then we we have a distortion. When we allow the past, the present, the pretend, uh, or, or our connections, our friends, when we allow those, those people in our lives to limit us, it not only gives us a distortion about the world, but it also gives us kind of a distortion about, our, about, about others. Well, you know what? They, they don't like me. They don't have time for me. And then finally, it gives us a distortion about ourselves. Well, I've been nothing but a failure. I've never, you know, my past said this, my present says this, the pretend says this, the people say that. Uh, We get a distortion about ourselves. And in order to overcome this, we have to believe that God has promised us some things. I think it all begins, realistically, it all begins with understanding our position in Christ. We have to understand that God has great plans for us. We're not an accident. We are the child of God. And because of that relationship, we need to view our life and our future in a different light. We need to believe to see the goodness of God, not wait till something good happens before we believe it. We need to believe to see. It was said of Martin Luther King Jr., who made an incredible impact on the civil rights movement, simply because I believe his perception was different than everybody else around him. There were many around him that saw through the lens of limiting beliefs. The movement uh, was stirring up unnecessary trouble. The civil rights movement uh, is asking for too much too fast. Nonviolence won't move the needle. Armed resistance is what is needed. Blah, blah, blah. Racial reconciliation is impossible. Uh, we'll never change this. We'll never get through this. That, that was all the perception that was around him, but he rejected those beliefs. He believed things could change, and that urgent action was needed. And instead of looking at everything through the lens of fear, he looked through the lens of faith. In his famous speech, I Have a Dream, he said, I I have a dream of a better future, believing things could change, believing that things were going to be different. I just got to stop here for just a moment and ask, what do you believe to see in your life, in in your future? It all boils down to choice. 
By our choices, through faith or fear, through scarcity or abundance, through doubt or belief, we become active participants in the outcomes that we can experience. Choice always determines outcomes. I I have a few things that I have kind of written down in my life that I want to be governed by and guided by. I don't want to be guided by limiting beliefs that maybe are lies from the enemy, lies from other people, lies from wherever. I have some things that I have to do. Number one, I have to sometimes stop and recognize what is limiting me. What's the belief that's causing me to stay in the status quo? Once I recognize it, I record it. Why would you write that down? I want to know about it. I want it to be in front of me. I want to know on a daily reminder. I want to have a daily reminder of what it is that is limiting me, that belief. I recognize it. I record it. I review it. What do you mean by review it? I review the belief to find out why it's controlling me. I think some people are addicted to their limiting beliefs. I then take, and I re- that, I'll let that just stay there because that could be unpacked, and we could look at that even more in the future. But I then not only recognize it, record it, review it, I reframe it. I look at it through the lens of Scripture. And if that limiting thought, that belief, that lie, whatever it may be, if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, I reject it. Because many times a lot of limiting beliefs have a kernel of truth in them if, we're tr- if we want to be truthful. That's what makes them so convincing. Even if there is a little truth in it, doesn't mean you have to settle for it. Okay, your dad may have been an alcoholic. Your mom may have been whatever. You do not have to be that. There may be truth to an addictive behavior in your family tree. Doesn't mean you have to be it. You know what? Society says, well, because this is who you come from, you have a better chance of of being like that. You need to reject that. You need to stop that from getting into your subconscious. So many times we obsess over what is wrong, and as a result, we miss what is right. So not only do I recognize the limiting belief, Not only do I record the limiting belief, not only do I review the limiting belief or reframe the limiting belief, I revise the limiting belief. I change it around. Okay, this is is what this belief, this is what this limit is saying. I'm going to revise it. I'm going to look at it from a different perspective. I'm going to take some of the words of Paul who said, you know what, when I'm weak, that's when I'm really strong. And then, finally, I have to reorient myself to that new belief. And I have to start speaking things because the power of life and death is in the tongue. I believe we speak some things into existence. If constantly what comes out of your mouth is, I'm so worried, I'm so troubled, I'm so this, I'm such a failure. If that's what comes out of your mouth, that's what you will be. Start speaking something different. Speak a a liberating truth. You know, when the enemy says, you know what, you're, you're just alone. Speak the truth that God is with you. And if God is with you and if God is for you, guess what? Who can be against you? I think the challenge sometimes is we, we allow our mouth to speak things into existence 
David said, I believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Everything around him was going crazy, but he believed to see. Everything around you may be going absolutely crazy right now, but what comes out of your mouth determines the outcome of your future. If you're saying it all the time that you're worried, I'm troubled, I'm bothered, I'm blah, 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 blah. All you're going to have is more of that. I'm sorry. I've never called myself a disabled person. I've never said I'm a handicapped individual. Now, people ask me when I'm golfing, wow, it's a great shot. What's your handicap? I say, well, my arm, what's yours? That's a joke. You have got to stop believing or waiting to see something before you believe it. Believe to see. Believe to see. Believe to see. I'm, I'm kind of preaching right now, but I think it's important. Don't let things from your past, things from your present, things from the world of the pretend, things from other people limit you from being the person God called you to be and it starts with what you believe to see. I believe to see a future of greatness. I believe to see a future where there is there is hope. I believe to see a future of greatness for my family. I believe to see a future of greatness for the church. I believe to see a future of great things. You've got to start thinking this way because there's enough negativity in this world to drive you batty. So I challenge you today, believe to see and watch what God will do with your life. Appreciate you tuning in today to the Darren Sargent Show. Remember, nobodyisbornaverage.com, the course that is changing the future for people. Getting great reviews. I appreciate it. Go to nobodyisbornaverage.com to check it out. I think you'll be overly impressed with what can happen if you just dig in a little bit and reach for some change. Hope you have a great day. We'll talk soon.